Hi and welcome to my podcast, The Resilience Movement. My name is Donna Moles and thank you for tuning in. Uh, This is the first introduction to my podcast and it's uh, December 2019, the end of uh, an amazing decade and we're about to start a new decade. So I'm super excited and wanted to make sure that I had my podcast ready to go for 2020 uh, to support those of you who want to build a more resilient and peaceful life um, and find that uh, direction for yourself for 2020 and beyond. Uh, So who am I? I'm an entrepreneur and have been for, well, since 1995. Uh, In 2007, I started my own registered training organization, uh, which I have just stepped out of uh, this year, in the beginning of this year. Um, I'm a mother, I'm a partner, I'm a daughter, I'm a sister, I'm a grandmother, all of those things. So I have a wealth of experience when it comes to resilience and I wanted to be able to share some of my story and some of my strategies to be able to get where I am today. And that is a more happy and fulfilled person who uh, really has bounced back from a lot of adversity over the years. Um, I guess no more or less than anyone else, but I wanted to share some of the strategies that I have on my podcast because I hope that that will reach someone and if I reach one person then I'm truly grateful for that. So over these series um, and I hope that you do continue to tune in we'll talk about what resilience is, how to build that resilience muscle and also how to keep striving for the life that you desire opposed to settling and not being able to be authentic in who you are and what you say and what direction you want to move through in life. So uh, that's probably all about me and I hope that you tune in again and I look forward to sharing this with you and I hope that you have a fabulous New Year's Eve and move into 2020 with um, clear direction and if it's not clear yet that's okay you've got to start somewhere. And I know as the book reads from Chris Gardner, start where you are. That's a really good place to start. So thank you again for tuning in. This is Donna Moles signing out for now. it's really important for me to do this podcast today because I know that there's a lot of overwhelm happening and also people looking for strategies to be able to I guess build their emotional resilience so let's get started in how do we develop emotional resilience especially in the times that we're currently dealing with so being able to adapt to stressful situations or crises um, more resilient people you know they can roll with the punches and they can bounce back as I call it like a bouncing ball we can bounce back after adversity 
We are in such a time where there is a lot going on and a lot of information coming at us. And we have to be able to build that emotional resilience because, you know, like a lot of people are saying, this too shall pass. And we all will be able to go back to life as we knew it. So whilst we're in this situation, we're having to deal with different situations at home. We're also having to balance or juggle uh, children and family and working from home, uh, changing our home environment if we have to make a temporary office, if we don't already have the ability to have one. Um, we, you know, children are not in daycare in some families and other families they are. Now, you know, there's different problems or worries that come with both of those situations. If your children are still in daycare, you have that concern about what if they get unwell. If they aren't in daycare and they're at home, you actually have the situation of how do I do all of this stuff with the kids at home? I want to spend time with them. I want to be able to do my work and and have that balance. Um, I personally work from home, but uh, my grandson is here all the time. So I need to juggle where I get up early and I also wait to do my podcast when he's either sleeping, having a nap or he's outside playing. Um, So there's different things that we need to adapt to. We also have to remember that when we are under pressure or we have stress happening all the time, we can get into overwhelm and we don't have that downtime out of the stressful situation because this has been happening now, you know, for some people quite a few weeks, uh, could be over a month, depends on where you are in the world. And we need to, um, you know, have some tools that enable us to work through some of this without becoming too stressed that it's um, difficult to come back from, I guess, for some people and for others, um, you know, being able to do the best that you you can do with the resources that you have. So when we look at uh, how we can bounce back or how we can put some things into place, one of the things I talk about all the time is self-care. What does that mean? What does it mean to do self-care? Well, it's different for everybody. Uh, Doing something nice for yourself, taking care of yourself looks different for everyone. Uh, I know some people who a nice hot bath, you know, every couple of days would be something that is self-care. Now, of course, we can't go for a massage. So uh, there could also be Uh, those of us who might have back pain or neck pain or arm pain or something going on in our body that we get regular massages. So that adds to the burden of what's going on at the moment is not being able to manage that um, body pain or aches or whatever it is. So I myself um, have strategies that I use to enable me to look after myself both internally and externally as well and there's different things that we can do that also assist with our self-care one of those things is a diary or a journal if someone writes in a journal every day 
Uh, And look, trust me, you don't have to write in your journal every day and you can write a couple of words in your journal or you can write a couple of pages. There is no hard and fast rules to this. But when we journal stuff, we're able to get it out of our head onto a piece of paper. And that significantly changes how we run that through our head. Now, even if you simply journal, how am I feeling today? What's going on for me today? Another thing to journal that is really good is what am I grateful for? I have a process myself that when I wake up in the morning, I talk about what I'm grateful for to myself before I even get out of bed. Now, I might simply lay there and I put my hand on my heart and I just talk about what I'm thankful for, what I'm grateful for. And sometimes I actually sleep with my curtains open because I can see the sunrise in the morning. And that makes me grateful because it's such a beautiful thing to see. Now, you can imagine too, uh, you know, if you can't take a bath, what else could you do? Could you give yourself a foot spa? Could you give yourself a bit of a manicure? Could you give each other in the house, whoever you're locked down with, is there something you can do for each other? Um, I know this morning, my daughter blew dry my hair for me um, so I could do some videos and have a good hair day. Um, And then I helped her with her hair and we um, put some color in it. So it's doing nice things for each other. Now, if you are locked down by yourself, if you're in a home by yourself, how can you connect with people? Because the connection with people is also important for your self-care. So what could you do to connect? I know myself, I've connected with some people on Facebook that I've never met. I don't know them. um, And we just have a brief chat. You know, how are you today? I hope you had a really good day. And even yesterday, I got a message back from someone who I had sent a message to. And they said, oh, wow, thank you. That was the best message I've had all day. Um, And I just said, happy Sunday. I hope you have a great day. Now, this person I know is by themselves, so, you know, it it makes it a bit more difficult to connect with people. And as human beings, we do need to connect. So another thing for self-care, and this helps with your uh, emotional resilience, is to really sit in the discomfort of what's going on for you. So what is it that you're uncomfortable about or what is it that you're fearful of? What is it that you're concerned about? And really seeing with that and asking yourself, is this something I can change? And if it's not something you can change, that's a really good thing to journal out because if you can't change it, it really doesn't serve you to dwell on it. Okay, so when we can journal it out, we're going to get it out of our head. And then a lot of the time, or the more regular you become with this, you can actually then let that go. Because it makes us more anxious or overwhelmed to be focused on something that we are concerned about, but we can't change. Okay, so could you have a video call with someone? I have a few friends and my family that I video call with. They're in different states in Australia. And of course, we can't come together, but we can actually video call. 
So I had a video call with a friend the other night. I had a telephone call with another friend. Um, I video called with a daughter. Uh, I video called with my mum. You know, so there's there's the ability to do this. And um, I'm not sure what all of the phone providers are doing, but I do happen to know for certain that Telstra is allowing people additional internet for free on top of what they normally have because we're working from home and, and there's other things. So maybe check with your phone provider just so that you've got enough internet and you can be online and, and be talking to people a little bit more. We also need to limit the amount of negative information coming into us because we're going to have a sense of overwhelm. Not everything on the internet is true, but a lot of the information on the internet is true and you have to be able to decipher that. So if you have, uh, I guess, a reliable source, maybe you can go into that source once or twice a day, maybe in the morning or at night or, or both, but not too much and not on there all the time. Because if you have all of this negativity coming into you, right? You know it's happening. You can't change it. But if it's coming into your experience all day, then that's what you're focused on. And if that's overwhelming you, you're going to stay in overwhelm all day. Now that isn't helpful to your self-care. So you've got to think about how do you protect yourself from all of the negativity, and this also means that you have, you know, we, we are probably all on social media a little bit more than we have been. If you're not, then that's fantastic. I'm on social media a lot more because I'm communicating with people. I'm uploading things. I'm still working. But I don't allow myself to buy into negativity and anger and the things that, um, you know, I might see glimpses of during the day. And it is really easy to get caught up in a lot of stuff that's going on right now. So you need to become a little bit more disciplined if you want to protect your mind. So allow yourself what you need to get the information you need and then move away from it and maybe look at some other information. Download a good book. Any of you who are using Audible, of course, you can download with your credits or you can download other books that you might get some benefit from. Uh, and then there is also music Music also makes us feel really good. So, you know, downloading some nice soothing music or music that will move you and maybe dance around the house or do something out of the ordinary uh, that will make you feel better. So as you're developing your emotional resilience, you will identify what things you are doing that make you feel better, give you that sense of joy or peace or happiness what is it what are those things because they're the things you need to do more of what are the things that you're doing that are not bringing you a sense of joy what are you doing that's bringing you more stress or you feel more anxious or you're heavier in your body or you don't feel happy what are those things do less of those things 
Because what you have to understand is we have a choice. We have a choice what we're reading. We have a choice about what we're responding to. We have a choice with what we're listening to. We have choices around everything that we're doing. Now, if you have to watch a lot of this news for your job, then you do what you have to do, but then you need to counteract that with some really good stuff, things that make you feel better, connecting with people that bring you joy, not weigh you down. Check in on people. Do a random act of kindness. We recently connected with this page that said, hey, if someone's in need of food and they can't get to the shops, or if someone needs any errands done, then you know I can go and do those. And I've put myself out there to do that. I'm, I'm not putting myself at risk. I'm not around people that are unwell. And I can contribute in some way. So maybe find a way to make a contribution. Do a random act of kindness. Just send someone a message just because. Not because you're expecting anything in return. Just because you want to send them a message and say, hey, how are you doing? Are you okay? Is there anything that you need? That's part of human nature to be caring and considerate and connect with people. That's what we naturally do. So what we have to think about, again, go back to what are those things that make you feel good? What are those things that bring you joy? What are those things that provide that sense of peace or accomplishment, whatever it is that you're doing? Is there some unfinished tasks that you've had for a while? Now's a great opportunity to do that. Is there a skill that you wanted to learn? Now could be an opportunity to do that. But it's really around around understanding in your emotional being, what do you feel? How do you feel? Write that down. Identify the good feelings Sit with the negative feelings and work out what's going on there for you. Ask yourself, "Mm, I feel uncomfortable right now. What is this about? It's not that you want to suppress it. You want to figure out what is this uncomfortable feeling. And that's how you're able to build and build and build on that emotional resilience. And what you'll find is as you practice these steps... Steps with self-care. Thinking about what you're grateful for. As you take the time to do this, you are building that emotional resilience. I don't feel so good right now. Okay, well, what's going on for me that I don't feel so good? And you can journal that out. I've been journaling for a number of years now, and it's actually really good sometimes When I'm doing my yearly reflection, I actually will pick up a few journals that go back quite a few years and I look at the dates around the date now, maybe five years ago, where was I, what was I doing, how much have I grown, how much have I learned. And some of the times I I actually get excited about how far I've come and how much I've built my emotional resilience up, adversity that I went through. And came out the other end. 
And as parents, as aunties, uncles, grandparents, what's really important is when we can learn emotional resilience, we can actually pass those skills on down the line to children, to younger children, to teenagers, and then to young adults, teaching them to become more emotionally resilient. Bounce back after adversity. Realize that there are hiccups in the road in life. Life is full of obstacles and they're the only way we can learn from our mistakes is by making them. One of the things I learned a long time ago is failure is simply feedback. And it means that we can get back up and do it again and do it again and do it again. And we do it better each time we get back up rather than throwing our hands in the air and giving up. In my years of being a trainer, I had many adult learners who had not studied in a long time. And one of the challenges, whilst they were learning how to use a computer, they were actually learning how to overcome adversity, overcome the fear of failure. You know, I haven't studied since school, they would say, and I would say, well, that's okay, because now's a good time to do it again. And when you can show them a way, when you can show them how to do it, then they don't fear the failure so much. They understand it becomes feedback. So I'd really love to know your feedback on what are you going to do to build your emotional resilience? What do you do to adapt to some stressful situations? How are you able to roll with the punches and get up after falling down. And when we do keep getting up without after we fall down, we actually get up faster. We get up sooner and we go, that wasn't so bad. I can do that again. All right, so remember, pick just one thing that you can do to care for yourself and to build your emotional resilience. And until next time, I thank you for joining me again on my podcast. I'm super excited to have you here and I can't wait to have you in my next podcast. Thanks and take care.